Do you know, over the events that have followed March the 15th, I've been really impressed with the concern shown around our mental well-being by so many parties. I think it shows a very positive shift in our cultural outlook. I've never been asked by so many people while covering the story of the mosque attacks, you know, are you okay? Do you need to have some help? Do you need to see anybody? Rather than just putting on a stiff upper lip and gritting our teeth and bottling it up and just soldiering on, we have accepted that a lot of people can't just tough it out, and so we ask. We have empathy. Are you okay? Are you okay, Producer Andrew? Yes, he is. Are you okay, Producer Ants? Who could tell? Um, so in this communal spirit, I'd just like to ask the Education Minister, Chris Hipkins, if, Chris, are you okay? Are you all right? Do you need to take some time out? Because I'm getting a little worried for the man. When I look at the amount of conflict that he's right smack bang in the middle of. It's something I've been noting for a while. And look, it was absolutely evident last night on Q&A where he was interviewed on the telly and it was spread over two segments. And just he was asked so many different questions. I mean, just look at what one guy is trying to do. He was the first minister to do anything about getting the free tertiary policy off the ground. And that's had a lot of criticism. It's a policy that hasn't seemed to have markedly changed a thing regarding enrolment and further education. But, you know, it's a billion dollars there, and he did it. But not content with that, he's now on a mission to reform 30 years of educational thinking and development with fundamental changes to the whole tomorrow's school framework. Now, you know, that's a lifetime's work right there. It's revolutionary, but that's not all. For this, you know, super minister. He's also out to reform the entire polytechnic and industry training organisation structure, just at a time when our need for tradies is at an all-time high. And again, this is a major project, one that could easily dominate all a minister's time in a three-year term. And meanwhile, there's all sorts of little fires that need to be put out, like the Victoria University's fevered and misguided waste of public money pursuing a name change. That must be like a little thorn in Chris Hipkins' paw. And if that was all not enough, we come down to the biggie. The wage and condition standoff between the government and every single teacher in this country, which is looking increasingly deadlocked and unsolvable and is building a momentum until it will become the biggest industrial action of our age, if not our generation. And to their credit, the government has done as much as they feel they can. In our news, we just heard Chris Hipkins saying, we've offered 750 mil. We have offered 750 mil. We've got no more. That's the most we can do. The teachers are saying 2 billion. We've offered 750 mil. So to their credit, they've done that. Far exceeds anything that the previous regime would have offered. And to his credit also, as you heard from the news at 12, Chris Hipkins is standing firm, guided by his finance minister's edict that this government is not going to blow the budget. But, you know, on Chris Hipkins, the pressure must be immense on this issue alone without reorganising the entire education system as well. And last night, I kept wondering about Chris Hipkins' days. They must start early and end late and be a succession of massive meetings loaded with crises, big ideas, vested interests, enormous egos, all plotting to stage a revolution in every sphere of our education system, whether it comes to ideas, methods, techniques or money. 
There are so many balls in the air. There is no way that anyone could be sure of not dropping one or two. Are you okay, Chris? Chris Hipkins, along with Phil Twyford, are showing us what a decade in opposition does to a politician. It frustrates you, and then you dream of what could be done better. And then when, suddenly and surprisingly, you're given the opportunity to realise your dreams, these two men have leapt in, all guns blazing, but with little aim. The latest dream for Mr Twyford to go sour is his precious light rail, which this week was viciously savaged by Councillor Mike Lee, a lefty, who called it Kiwi Build with Wobbly Wheels. You know, dreams are great, but trying to make too many dreams come true all at once is a recipe for nightmares.